Welcome to the MBG Podcast. Let's fire everybody. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 14 of the Message Board Geniuses Podcast. This is Who's. I've got Casey, MBG, and Joy with me in the virtual studio. We are officially in the offseason, but as you know, college football never sleeps, so we're going to keep this thing rolling. So the transfer portal is now closed. Deadline for declaring for the NFL draft is passed. So I thought we'd talk about what storylines you guys are going to be taking a look at in the coming weeks during the offseason. Casey, we'll start with you. What are you going to be following? Uh, I'm kind of spoiled. The The news came to me as a Clemson alum and fan that the, the change at offensive coordinator and getting Garrett Riley into the fray and just trying to see how he's going to recruit and if the offense is going to change their recruiting ways, like how they're going to recruit different positions. So it's just kind of an ongoing process of, figuring out what, what what the change is. We all like change, right? But we don't know what the change is. So it's just going to be an interesting kind of winter, spring for me to see what's going on there on the offensive side of the football. You guys, you know why you got Riley, right? Because the that? Rileys are scared of the SEC. That's the word <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> That's right. So I heard. Joy, what about you? Honestly, I'm just kind of like trusting LSU and Brian Kelly. So I'm not super – super deep diving into what's happening in our program but I'm keeping an eye on the coaching carousel for one because it's like quiet but there's still some major moves happening and I feel like it's usually the like underrated moves that end up really paying off so I'm trying to kind of see where people are going and also still trying to figure out what exactly is happening at the University of Florida and what is like I just I'm trying to Get an get an inside source in there because I I gotta figure out what's going on. MBG, what you got? I am at least hoping for conference realignment rumors. There's got to be more to happen, right? With the Pac-12, there's probably ten teams sitting in the Pac-12 that would like to go somewhere other than the Pac-12 and SEC, Big Ten. Are they gonna add people? Um, even if they don't, the rumors will be great. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, Casey, what's the the ACC contract is up for another what thirty five years something like that? Yeah, right? so we're... 20, 20, 36, I believe is what the actual date is. Oh yeah, so we're all stuck. But... Yeah, we're good. Well, yeah. there's rumor. If you believe the message boards, there's rumors that the SEC and the Big Ten are going to come together and just split up the ACC and get rid of the grant rights altogether. I believe it. When have they ever lied on a message board before? <laughs> I mean. Who is the source? Is it Fat Tom? Because if so, then it, you know, it's, we'll put some it's not Fat Tom. I can't reveal these sources, <laughs> but they're there. I promise you. Those are always the ones that are just 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, for me, it's just going to be, mine's very general, just seeing Tony Elliott in year two. Obviously, we had a shortened year one and for terrible reasons, but he's – Going to have his own guys in place next year. We're going to have a new quarterback, all new receiving core, and I'm choosing to believe in Tony until I'm I'm proven wrong. So 
hopefully we'll we'll pick it up a notch next year. Lots of guys in year two that'll be interesting. Napier, Mario Cristobal, Dan Lanning. Lincoln well, it's cool Riley with our rivals yeah, prize in the second year too. So, you know, for us, it's, it's going to be the Pry and Elliot are going to be linked forever. Um, yeah. Or as long as they're both mm. at our school. So it's kind of, it's going to be a cool thing to watch. I think. Didn't Oklahoma get a new coach last year too? Oh yeah. I didn't hear anything about that. <laughs> there was, there's another coach in his second year. That I can't think of who it might be. He's a good dancer. Oh, yeah, the guy that would dance on the turntables with the recruits. Ironically enough, that recruit transferred. Oh, that's right. That was Walker, Walker Howard, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Were you guys a fan of the dancing videos? They I'll be honest. Me. I was. I, I was a fan because, I mean, I'm sorry. He didn't have rhythm. Okay. But, like, he's in there with the recruits. I kind of liked it. I mean, I, I made I fun know. of him, but I kind of liked it. I was conflicted because, as I've shared with you all, I'm a big fan of socially awkward situations, but they <laughs> made me super uncomfortable, and I don't know why. So, And I don't have anything against Kelly at all. It's just I, I don't think I made it all the way through one of the videos. So I liked him because I felt like he had such this, like, stoic personality going to Baton Rouge, and everyone was a little worried about the whole, like, culture fit thing. And I think, if anything, it showed that he wasn't this, like, boring – got like he had a really good personality and I feel like I that started kind of pulling that out and we got to see that and it made him a little bit more relatable which so as an LSU fan I think that's why we none of us had any issue with it unfortunately for us nobody really cares what 40 something year old dudes have to think about it that's true (laughs) (laughs) think for yourself MBG we're not in charge of everything damn it I know I know (laughs) need to break it to y'all (laughs) <laughs> the kids right. seem to like it yeah and look, i've got people talking about their program too i mean listen those things where you know any publicity is good publicity i guess i loved it because it drove notre dame fans crazy it sure did. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not a bad thing i'll give you that all right that brings us to our next segment genius of the week each of us as always is going to nominate a player coach team conference mascot somebody who did something particularly dumb in the last week or two We'll take a vote and see who wins. So I can't remember who is the reigning champ this week. MBG. Oh, it's MBG. All right. You guys are all pointing in it's different directions on my, on my monitor. And no one can see. Thank God. <laughs> you, you enjoy pointing at each other on my monitor. So, uh, all right. So, Casey, who, who do you have this week? Well, I poured over this, as you all know, and I really. Uh... Are you figuring it out right now? That's what we're talking about. He's he's buying time while he thinks of something. <laughs> well, actually, my little diatribe that I went on early kind of brought me right to it, and it is from a, a small Twitter website or Twitter page called Message Board Geniuses, and this comes to us from uh, TCU's Message Board. So I'm going to hop on this bandwagon, and my friend GoFrogs569, they're not happy. They were not happy about Garrett Riley leaving, but it doesn't matter because they're going to be all right. And Garrett, or uh, Go Frogs 569 said, not saying this because he left, but holy hell was he overrated. That's enough. I, I don't have anything really even to add to it. I just think, yeah, that's what you say when you're, you don't, you have nothing against them, right? You're, you're okay with them. The championship game isn't enough, right? With like, two and three star players. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he only watched the national championship. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be a reasonable take based on that game. 
There was another well, one that said he's only had seven. He only got seven. Maybe now we can hi- finally hire an OC capable of scheming up more than seven points in the championship game. They did score more than seven in the in the Big Twelve championship game. So, right there, whole thing moot. Sorry, Eagle Frog NYC. <laughs> All right, Joy. Who do you have this week? I am literally tossed up between two, and I am just gonna go with my gut on this one. So I think my genius of the week is Kendall Bryles because he tweeted a, a picture of him and KJ Jefferson not too long ago and said like, can't wait to run this back in 2023. And he was just dissing rumors that he was leaving left and right, left and right. And then today it's like breaking news that he's more than likely going to TCU. So maybe he, he's never played. I don't know that he's ever coached in a, in a championship game, but maybe he can draw up some more, some more points for TCU's um, offense, but like, We're don't see that you're not going to go anywhere. If, there's odds that you're going to go somewhere. We're going TCU heavy today. I like this. <laughs> we are. MBG, who you got this week? Well, I'm going to break the mold, and I'm going to go with South Carolina fans. So there was news this week that there was a defensive lineman from Missouri named Trajan Jeffcoat uh, who wanted to transfer to South Carolina. And apparently he was not going to be able to be admitted academically into South Carolina. And I'll admit, I don't know how tough that is academically. Casey, you could speak better to that, but I don't know if South Carolina is tough to get into, um, but he wasn't going to qualify academically. So South Carolina fans on the message boards, they had had enough of the admissions office at the University of South Carolina. And there was a uh, campaign to flood the admissions office and all the employees of the admissions office with emails. And the, the board had all the employees' contact information so everybody could, in the words of this poster, blow them up. Enough emails and calls and they will listen. So they were going to demand that Trajan Jeffcoat be admitted academically to South Carolina, um, even if he didn't meet the qualifications. So... They're my geniuses of the week. But before I finish, I do want to say that the poster who started this campaign today came on to apologize. And his this poster's name is Kane is Able. He said, apologies to admissions. Jumped the gun on the Jeffcoat thing. Was angry at the general incompetence from the board of trustees on down. Were constantly subjected to but they didn't deserve to be singled out before all the info came in. For what it's worth, my initial emails were respectful and asking for insight, as were my apology emails yesterday. Just, <laughs> just, want, the, just want the Gamecocks in school to reach its ultimate potential. So we had some angry, apparently not too angry emails and some apologies issued by South Carolina posters. You don't see that very often on message boards. Apologies. That's good. good <laughs> Apologies. Audience. Self-awareness. You know, these are things that we're not used to seeing. Well, my guess is when you sign your actual name to the email and you turn out to be wrong, maybe you do have to issue an apology. <laughs> <laughs> Has there been any resolution to this one? Do we know? I haven't followed up. I, I don't think he was able to be admitted. And in their defense, I think I saw that he was um, all academic SEC. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he was at Missouri, so, uh, which is rated a better school than South Carolina nationally. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. So by no means are we calling Trajan Jeffcoat um, dumb or a poor student. I think there right. must have been a, cr- a credit issue, um, not right. necessarily a, a great issue. All right. So I am my genius of the week. I'm going with a young man <clears throat> named Quan Proctor 
Uh, he posted a <laughs> photo of himself last week wearing a Savannah State uniform and announced that he was entering the transfer portal, despite the fact that he apparently never attended uh, Savannah State and was never on the football team. The reason that we know this is because Savannah State's quarterback coach quote tweeted Proctor's announcement and said, I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter, but I've never seen someone claim to be transferring from a school or program they never attended. So <laughs> Quan and, uh, you know, big assist to the quarterback's coach. And I've said this a million times. I'll say it again here. I, I can't believe Twitter is free. Just because. <laughs> did, where did he get the uniform? He apparently signed a letter of intent to go there, like got the pictures taken. Then I guess got out of his letter of intent, signed with some other small school. There was some, like he said something about he didn't play there because of the conditions. And he said, the only picture I had of me in a college uniform was from Savannah State. <laughs> his mom didn't even get photos of him playing or anything. Maybe go Livingston College. Where was it? Livingston College. Oh, yeah, Livingston College. <laughs> yeah. He literally do a notes thing to clarify yeah. what was going on. <laughs> All right, but the whole thing was just that was super amusing to me. So, so Quan and uh, Savannah State's quarterbacks coach they get my genius of the week pick. Good. All right, so who we who we uh, voting for this week, guys? You're gonna hate this, who's but you. Yeah, I like Quan Proctor. Yeah, I think so too. He was. He was still- he was definitely the genius this week. I'll take it. I think this is my second win in 14 episodes, so I will I will take it like a champ. All right. <laughs> Before we get started on this week's message board post, we want to give a quick shout out to College Football Home, sponsoring the MBG podcast. You can find them on Twitter at CFB Home and online at fifthquarter.net. MBG, off-season content, still good stuff, man. What do you have for us this week? Well, we do have good stuff. There's always good stuff in the offseason because you got players moving around in the transfer portal, coaches moving around, all that sort of stuff. But I kind of wanted to get you guys' opinion on how you would react or view a player who enters the transfer portal, maybe kind of explores his options, and then expresses interest in returning back to the original school. If that's your school, how would you guys ultimately view that? I mean, it happened at LSU. So, Hayshawn Butte had entered the transfer portal and then withdrew his name. Um, I think I have a little – I have more respect for that than him just, like, up and going to, like, an Alabama or Walker Howard today going to Ole Miss. I think at least – I feel like there's some sort of loyalty there, and I respect the fact that you explored your options but then decided, like, I'm going to stay with the school that I've originally – made a commitment to i i have a probably a better out i feel like i have probably a more positive outlook on it than some people would but i don't I, it, it doesn't upset me yeah i know utah state has a policy that once you enter the portal there's no turning back you're not welcome back yeah clemson has that too and then i saw shane beamer say something right before the bowl game as well it's like once you decide to go you're, you're gone but i i think it's a double-edged sword like i think I think it's okay to explore the options, but you also have to do a little bit, have a little respect for your coaches, knowing that they've been recruiting or, or maybe not recruiting. So there's going to be a hold fill somewhere and it's late in the process at this point. So 
it's kind of a double-edged sword, I think. And Butte was was great. I'm glad he's going back, but I don't know how I feel actually. All that word salad to give you a, a very vague answer. I will say that Kayshawn is a little bit of a different kind of situation because he entered the portal when right after Orgeron left. And then he like met Brian Kelly and Brian Kelly spoke to him and then he came back. So it is a little bit different versus like the same coach. Well, this one was NFL too, right? This year he was going to go. He went to the league. league. Well, this year's a very different situation. This year he got in trouble and he was about to get kicked off the team so oh right 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 they said you need to go to the nfl but last year after orgeron was dismissed he entered the portal and then we hired kelly and he stayed in the portal for a little while but he was like having discussions with kelly and then ultimately decided to come back so it is a little bit different i i have a little bit more grace for players that enter the portal after their coach the coach that recruited them and all that kind of stuff is gone but he ultimately decided to come back to the school but I, I, it was a little bit of a different situation versus just like entering and then deciding to stay. So I'm going to answer your question with a story, MBG. Oh, I can. So when I was in 11th grade, I had the worst, I dated the worst person in the history of the world. And I promise you, she's not listening to this. You dated my mom? You dated the same person? <laughs> Maybe we do need to. <laughs> And so it was one of those situations where, like, I, I just knew all my friends didn't like her. And, like, oh my, I mean, no one liked her. Like, you have to break up with her. You have to break up with her. So I finally, I go to break up with her. I spend, and the night I'm going to do it, it takes me, like, five hours to do it, right? All that is to say that I have trouble breaking up with people. And so if someone was in the portal and they wanted to come back, I would take them back in a heartbeat. Like, I, there's no question in my mind. Yeah, it's a little bit of a conflicting situation, right? Like you have trouble kind of, you know, you feel maybe betrayed in one hand, but you still feel some loyalty to them. So there's a there was a Miami fan on the Miami board named Mike two three four five, and he's going to help us kind of try to process these feelings. He's got a real good way to do it too. <laughs> it's a process. Um, so he says that I mean Mike two three four five is fairly wise. He says, gang. Look at it this way. So I want each of you to kind of look at it this way. So the first thing you need to do, he says, just pretend you are a racist and you don't like Jews. Okay? Just pretend. Okay. You and Try your to friends, have your racist hat. <laughs> everybody out there, just pretend to be racist just for a moment. Okay? <laughs> you and your friends talk about them all the time and despise them. And one day you happen to be on an airplane with your mom and she's having a heart attack. The only doctor on the plane is Jewish. What would you do? Would you stay strong in your belief, or would you allow the Jewish doctor to save your mother's life? You keep talking about culture with Mario, but right now we need defensive tackles. And if Jackson, who was the kid here who left and wanted to come back, is available because of culture, Mario's supposed to let him walk? Come on, man. you smarter than that. So, I mean... Logical, right? Just pretend like you're racist and your mom's having a heart attack. Uh, would you let a Jewish doctor work on your mom? I would just let her have the heart attack. So I'm probably not. <laughs> what? This got dark. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But that has nothing to do with the other two uh, key pieces, too. <laughs> the religion or anything like that. That's just. <laughs> there, I mean, there's got to be a way of making this point 
that doesn't involve talking about hating Jewish people, right? Like there's, there's gotta be a way to hammer this point home. I don't know, just a different fact scenario here or something. Yeah, it made me feel like maybe John Quinones was gonna was gonna step out and ask us what we would do. Great <laughs> <laughs> reference. I was not prepared for a John Quinones <laughs> reference. <laughs> that was fantastic. There was a phrase that my dad used to say, and I'm sure it's famous, and I'm sure it's somebody, but it's better to keep your mouth shut. And be thought of a fool than to open your mouth <laughs> and remove all doubt. That I get that that quote runs rampant through my head with some of these uh, message board posts. I know they're typing, so it's not word, but it's still their words, you know. It's just funny to me that that's where he goes. Like that's how he thinks everybody can relate. It's just to it's just like you don't have to take a huge you don't have to take a huge leap here. Uh, right. Let, let me give you a scenario we can all relate to. Right. <laughs> uh, My buddy yeah. was having a seizure on a plane, and they asked for they asked a uh, non-Jewish doctor. No, they, they asked for a doctor. I don't even know any of their names. Oh, but, God uh, forbid. This is the darkest segment we've ever done, by the way. Yeah. It's hilarious. But... Let's, let's move on to something more upbeat. Oh, so, let's, let's instill a little hope in everyone. And, and I, think, I think I've got just the post to do that. Because when I think of hope and being upbeat, I think of Jim McElwain. <laughs> Is that the first name that comes to mind for you guys too? I think of a shark in a boat. <laughs> no, but that visual did Good jump to my mind as soon as you said that name. Yeah. Well, into my witness. We all remember Jim McElwain as the head coach of Florida, most likely. And um, he's now the head coach at Central Michigan. And Central Michigan, I don't think they had a great year this year, I think. This some Central Michigan fans are a little bit down on the team. So Jim McElwain really wanted to assure the fans. And where would he go other than to the message board? So there was a message board post with the username of Jim McElwain. And it says, this is head coach Jim McElwain. And I wanted to post on here to communicate with our fans and alumni that this past season was unacceptable. There's not a single person on this staff or in this locker room that is anywhere near happy with our on-the-field production. I'm here to let you know we won't accept failure on the field or in the classroom. This upcoming season, there will be significant improvement, and that's a promise. Stay tuned for some exciting developments. Fire up chips. So my first thought was, well, there's no way this is Jim McElwain. <laughs> being Jim McElwain. But there were follow-up posts that people had actually followed up with the university, and they said the university never denied that this was Jim McElwain. So I'm going to choose to believe that this really was Jim McElwain. What else would he be doing? <laughs> Deep sea fishing would be the only other thing I could think of. <laughs> well, poor Jim only got two upvotes, which is a little depressing, right? Like, well, yeah, and I might have snapped this a bit early. I think if we went back, you might see. Well, it would have been more. three hours that when you when you took when you took the <laughs> good three point. Well, years, so. Hey, I mean, maybe Central Michigan fans work during the day. 
I think uh, I, I told you guys this week, it reminded me of this. I told you guys I'm in a Virginia, uh, Virginia Tech chat group on Twitter. And one of the guys, it's mostly Virginia Tech guys. And one of the guys in there uh, said a day or two ago that up until recently, he thought I was Al Groh, which I thought was both <laughs> hilarious and kind of insulting because Al Groh was like 80 and tucks his sweatshirts into his pants. So <laughs> maybe people so- think. They're just coaches all over message boards and Twitter or something. Central Michigan finished a disappointing four and eight, including three and five in the beloved Mac conference. Hmm. Well, that takes some guts for uh, coach McElwain to hop on the message board. I mean, can you imagine if like Ryan day hopped on the Ohio state message board oh after God. they lost to Michigan? <laughs> Dang it. I missed an opportunity because uh, Shane Beamer jumped on Twitter the other day to talk about a radio station. And, I saw that. And actually, I'm very, well, I won't say good friends, but I'm friendly with the guy he went after. He dated one of my <laughs> friends in Greenville, told her he loved her within a, about a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's layers to the story. I feel oh, like. it's, it's, it's <laughs> tremendous, but I'm trying to find the tweet. Yeah, but Shane's kind of going full Lane Kiffin on Twitter every once in a while, right? Just leaning into the whole being a troll thing, which I'm not going to lie. I think it's hilarious. I know some people said he said, I normally don't respond to second rate JV radio programs I've never heard of. And apparently no one else has either, considering you're in the upstate, which is kind of the western part of uh, South Carolina and have 8000 followers. Do you have a good source other than, oh, I don't know, me? I'm happy for Garrett Riley, but we got our guy. What Was that tweet about, did the radio station say that Garrett Riley had turned down Beamer? No, he said that they were going after. So the original tweet from the fan upstate says, Shane Beamer in South Carolina really wanted Garrett Riley. Clemson got him. What does that say about the, quote, tier status of both of these two programs? Well, do you think, I mean, do you really think that South Carolina would have picked Loggins over Garrett Riley? I don't. And there's a spin zone going all over Twitter with their fan base and all over their message boards saying that they got their guy. And if they really wanted Riley, they would have gotten him. I mean, it seems like the two hottest offensive coordinators were Riley and Kendall Bryles. And both of those guys were on them, were willing to make a move. So you got to think South Carolina contacted at least one of both of those guys, right? Shane Beamer was the fifth choice for South Carolina. So, I mean, you know, a lot of Can I say that out loud? My inner model. <laughs> we're going to get this is this is how we're going to blow up because Shane Beamer is going to come at us. Okay. Oh. Or tweet, a, tweet this out, Casey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, at, tag him. Yeah. He's annoying. As someone who watched my team get beat up by Frank Beamer for years, uh, Shane Beamer is annoyingly likable. Wow, it's tough. Tell him, tell him we've got a big bowl of Miracle Whip, and that's way better than mayo. <laughs> we'll dump it. I will dump it on his head. We just <laughs> lost the Southeast contingent when you're talking trash about Dukes. I mean, I'm a Miracle Whip guy, so. Let's just look at our sponsor, right? (laughs) Speaking of Garrett Riley, there was a post uh, on a TCU board after Garrett Riley had left TCU for Clemson. 
obviously TCU is in the market for a new offensive coordinator. And there's a genius, the TCU kid, who had an idea for TCU. He said, what about making a call to Sean McVay in a day or two? From what I've seen, it appears he'll be stepping down from the Rams job any moment now. He strikes me as a guy with a similar approach, demeanor as Dykes. Great fit for a season or two. So what do you think of that? Remember when we made fun of Wisconsin for talking about making Saban say no? (laughs) (laughs) This, this This is worse, right? Like in the grand scheme of things, like a Super Bowl winning coach. Going there to be OC for a year or two. I, I mean, I listen. I'm. It's cool they made the championship game. Like I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Their fans are getting out over their skis a little bit. It seems like right now. What kind of guts would it take to be if you're Sonny Dykes to actually place that phone call to Sean McVay's agent? <laughs> <laughs> like, how how do you approach that? Hey, you heard you were looking for a new job. Yeah, <laughs> I heard you're really down on your luck right now. I, heard I know you want to spend have... more time with your family and stuff, but like this recruiting thing, you'll knock it out of the park. Yeah, you'll you'll love <laughs> being on the road. Being on the road all here. the time. <laughs> well, they do have similar approaches and demeanors. I mean, that seems to be the number one criteria there. I'm sure he was heartbroken when Sean McVay told the Rams that he was going to stay. Yeah, this is all a moot point. Uh, there was a time yeah. when, after Bill Cowher retired from the Pittsburgh Steelers, that Everyone, I say everyone, probably there were some that didn't, but like any time that a coach was on the hot seat in college, people were like, where's Bill Cower going? Bill Cower's coming. And then it kind of morphed into John Gruden in college now. <laughs> and I guess maybe Sean McVay, just by saying he doesn't want to be a pro cover, he's coming back. But, wow. you know, he was tired of it. He might be the next in line. Yeah. And then, and Dave Wonstead's never gone away. I mean, he's, he's still in those. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ageless, and we timeless. There, there were still a few John Gruden rumors this season too. I know South Florida had some. Yeah, um, and I can't remember. I saw somewhere else. Uh, so, Nebraska, I thought. Yeah, John Gruden's rumors are still kicking around. They once said it was a surprise, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one came. That one came out of nowhere. All right, so. You guys remember we made a it seems like we poked fun at Oklahoma fans quite a bit, right? Over their inability. I, I, I'm not gonna speak as to whether or not they deserve it, but you know, we poked fun at them for not being able to get over Lincoln Riley and maybe being a little uh having some revisionist history when it came to Lincoln Riley. Well, USC fans seem like they're uh, starting to jump on 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 board with the same attitude. I don't know, you know, I'm sure you guys saw the last two uh, USC games. The defense was atrocious, absolutely terrible. Uh, I think they gave up 47 points to Utah and then 46 to Tulane. I think both both Utah and Tulane had like 530-something yards of total offense against them. And so I think all USC fans just figured that uh, Alex Grinch, the defensive coordinator, would be fired. And I think it was last week Riley announced that he was not going to fire Alex Grinch. And so that prompted these posts from the USC board from Octro, no, Octrogen 95. He said, Lincoln Riley is who Oklahoma fans said he is. 
Plum four said Riley is just enjoying LA. He's satisfied with the status quo. Grinch, the current NIL, why change anything? He can go to his big house at night and have barbecues by the jacuzzi with his friends from OU. Didn't know this is what we were getting when he came. Shake my head. There were several posts like that. So do we owe Oklahoma fans an apology? No. <laughs> I'm not sure he's having barbecues. If you saw what his brisket looked yeah, like. Yeah, I was going to say the brisket. No one's going to his house for barbecues. With, like with his OU buddies. Like, I don't know if like, y'all paid attention, but when he left Oklahoma, no one liked him anymore. So I don't think he has many OU buddies left. <laughs> They had some guy camped out in front of his old, where his house was selling with, with a smoker to try to show him how to make good brisket. I'm, I, I think that's just normal behavior for I remember family. that. Yeah. Having that lived in weird. California, I can tell you they don't cook brisket. So that's not going to be a problem. Brisket's not really a, a thing out there. You can smoke some tri-tip. That's a little easier. Uh, that's more up their alley. I don't even know so, what that is, but it sounds delicious. Oh, it's de- it's delightful. It is. It's better than brisket. What what were USC fans expecting, by the way? This is the first year where they went four four games a year ago. Yeah. Right? They're 11, 11 and three. The Utah game, they lost by what? Heisman Trophy two? winner. Yeah, Heisman Trophy winner. They could have easily won 11 games this year. I mean, they won nine, right? Yeah, they're in um, New, Year's, New Year's Day Bowl. Yeah. I mean. I mean, they did lose. That's true. Yeah, but I mean. To Tulane. But, but did they want to be there? They lack motivation. <laughs> Pac-12 schools aren't allowed to make that argument, Casey. <laughs> I need a memo before bowl season to know if they want to be each team wants right. to be there. You should have to commit one way or the other, right? They should have to declare. Like, we yeah, want yeah. To like who do you want to be here? They just got to check a box. Like someone just got to slip them a note before the game. Do you want to be right. here? Yes or no. Right. Respect my decision. <laughs> Watch out for those maybes, those tricky maybes that get in your head. We'll maybe tell you at halftime. <laughs> we'll let you know at halftime if we really want to be here. Let's kind of see how the first half plays out. So speaking of Oklahoma fans, let's close <laughs> this. Let's close this out with a good post from the Oklahoma board. We'll kind of get off the football topic for a bit. Um, but I saw this post on Sooner Scoop, and it was the being from Utah, this this topic intrigued me. It says <laughs> OT, polygamy, WTF. So when I see this, I'm thinking that there's going to be some uh, Mormon post or someone making fun of polygamy or whatever that might be. So I read this. And this is a post from an Oklahoma fan who says, he says, here I am in my mid 40s, single, lost a lot of weight and added muscle. So I'm doing better with women since I was since I was 22. I think he means that he's doing it better than he's ever done um, since he he was 22. Yeah. I mean, when I read these, understand, you know, I'm trying to piece together some really poor grammar. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And it says, Meet women through normal avenues, but did venture out and try a couple of dating apps that didn't exist when I was in my prime. Um, And he says, anyhow, I've had a lot of fun on the single circuit and started talking to this woman. Anyway, things are going great. Have been out a little, have been out, have a little romance, and then she drops the biggest bomb ever. 
Not only is she married, her husband is encouraging her to date and enter into a long-term relationship with another dude. He's a legit cuck. Obviously, I am having a bit of a WTF moment, and she goes on to explain that is that is things continue going well. Would I even consider moving in with them? WTF? Point being, I ended things because that was weird for me. Her husband sucks and she just needed to get drilled. Maybe I'm down, but thinking I am going to move in and be husband number two, nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> so he posts this, right, which is strange in and of itself. And then he posts an update. He makes it sound here like he's done with this lady. Gosh. But that's not the case. He then posts an update that he went. I'm not going to read the whole post because it's very long. Apparently, he went and he meets this lady for dinner and drinks. And then he says they go. They went to another bar. And they go. He has more drinks. And the wife starts getting messages from the husband for him that says, tell him to enjoy himself. And then he says, then he ends it with this. Apparently, they go back to a hotel or somewhere. And he says, I sprung for the king-size bed. Two additional rounds of fun over the course of the next three hours, all lasting longer than three minutes, but maybe not by much, LOL. <laughs> and we finally parted ways. For good? Or is, there, is well, this to be continued? I didn't see any further updates. He does ask for f high fives all around, though. <laughs> of course he does. Of course he does. At the end of his post. So I, I have a question, Just and this is not a big picture question. This is more a minutia question. He says she drops the biggest bomb ever. I can think of bigger bombs, right? Like, I don't know. I've got herpes. Especially like, in Utah. Like a bigger <laughs> hey, now, this, this, wasn't, was... this wasn't in Utah, Joy. I'm just saying oh, okay. the polygamy thing got me intrigued because I'm kind of used to those those jokes, but... That's what got me in. So this is not in Utah. This is in, I'm presuming, Oklahoma. I just want to know, do people that post these kinds of things on message boards, do they just not have friends? Like, that's... where are your friends? Like, this is, that's who you should talk to about this kind of stuff. Like, where are your friends? On the message boards. Right. And oh, now everywhere. Friends. Now that we're... <laughs> <laughs> They're all making fun of you. Those are not your friends. Was this Jerry Falwell Jr. that put this out? <laughs> no! <laughs> A very underrated scandal. <laughs> I just watched that documentary. That was wild. Wild, right? Oh. But the, as this, as MBG was reading, I was that's what I was thinking about, especially with the, the text saying, enjoy yourself. Well, at least... Like, at least Falwell, at least the kid in the Falwell scandal was a kid. He wasn't 40 in the dating apps. My thought was, man, uh, that I am glad I'm not in the dating scene in yeah. 2023. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's brutal out here. I mean, I remember the good old days, right? When if you wanted to ask a girl out or date a girl, you had to actually get her phone number and call her on her phone and actually speak with her. and Or pass her a note. What are you, big? you're big timing now? <laughs> I, get her friend like, to ask her, man. Come on. 
Like you, yeah. you, rem- you remember when you got the phone and you had to call him and you just hope and pray her dad, her dad didn't answer the oh, yeah. phone. And you had to, ask, and the dad would be like, "Well, who's this?" And you had to tell the dad who it was. Joy, you'll never understand. I actually will because um, my dad was very old school and he made every person that ever took me like to a dance or anything ask his permission. So I do know, and I actually had it worse than 98% of people that are my age because my dad was a coach at my school. And so, and he was really good. And the guys at my school were terrified of him. So I never got asked to anything. And the one time a boy even tried, my dad got mad and didn't trust the boy. And so then my dad, we had two foreign exchange uh, he had two foreign exchange players and they were both from Africa and they were both like six, four. And my dad said, you need to take her. You need to walk her to class for the next two weeks. So every time the bell would ring, I had to sit in my desk until his players came to the door. And then they would walk me to class, drop me off. I would go to class. And that was every single day for two weeks. So I never, nobody ever called my house because they were scared. Hey, I don't blame them. I was always <laughs> petrified. I would have been scared too. Absolutely. Look at me now. Happy. Can I take you back to the Utah comment for a moment for some some news that I heard just today on Twitter? <laughs> take me back. It's it's from it's about BYU, a school that uh-huh. I, I know you're familiar with. Um, and fond of. So this yes. this came from a uh, a trusted news source, uh, Chelsea Handler, apparently. Oh. I'm not making this up. According to Chelsea Handler, there's a crabs epidemic at BYU from something called bagpiping. Are you familiar with that term? I've heard a lot of strange terms come out of BYU. Um, some, <laughs> some are not really true. Some are, but I've never heard of, what'd you call it, bagpiping? Bagpiping apparently is you. It's a sex act involving the armpit. So that's that's the news on Twitter from Chelsea Handler. This is not just a Chelsea Handler thing. Rolling Stone did a whole article about it. About bagpiping or crabs at BYU? About crabs at BYU. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Where do they get them? Do they even have lakes there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Casey. (laughs) <laughs> okay i don't need to read this article uh that's disgusting i could have gone the rest of my life without knowing what that was <laughs> i can't i can't confirm or deny that that happens i mean but there's some weird stuff that happens there i don't know that seems a little bit weird but you know what yeah. you can do a if twitter che- search when we're done here if chelsea handler says it i mean who am i to <laughs> refute that exactly there's but- a twitter user called tv vitter user or I guess a play on it said, we need to burn that school to the ground. BYU? I guess, yeah. Well, I mean, my sister, I have a sister that goes to BYU, actually. Um, So as long as you get her out of there, I would say go for it. (laughs) (laughs) The BYU fans have been going crazy lately because Zach Wilson's brother went and visited Utah and took a recruiting picture with it. And his mom was in the recruiting picture. And so everyone went bananas as yes <laughs> yeah yeah you couldn't win i'll tell you when zach wilson played at byu the camera would go to his mom at least 25 times a game i don't know who the cameramen were but they loved mrs wilson well she's pretty i'll give it to her 
I hope I look I like mean, that when I'm her age. There, MBG, there's a whole new TV show about that demographic oh, right now. <laughs> I am, I am very familiar. You guys, you guys, you guys must have seen my tweet. I encouraged everyone to watch this show called Milf Manor. Did you guys watch it? No, because I am a good Christian young lady with morals and standards. Now that we have I that watch. out of the way, absolutely. I, mean, I watched the hell out of it. <laughs> it was but fantastic. I, do have a problem. I don't know how to ask my wife to watch it with me. <laughs> Casey, she is going to love it. It's you guys can bond together over that. I, yeah, I can't. I can't imagine anyone not loving this show. It, Joy, you need to give it a chance. No. <laughs> Maybe it's think really, about that again before, like fake it. No. No. It's very empowering. I mean, Kelly. No, it's not. Blonde-haired woman. She's all about female empowerment on there. She is. <laughs> and she's not at all annoying. The best part is y'all aren't talking about the twist, and that's what makes the show sick. That's why I won't watch it. We won't talk about the twist until next week. Yeah, because this I mean, week we was just give, the intro week, you know. We want everyone to get a chance to watch it before we start spitting out spoilers on here. It's worth the watch. It's intense. Here's a, here's a spoiler: someone from that show might be my genius of the week next week. <laughs> I like it's it, Casey. <laughs> I like it. Maybe, maybe we just need, in the off season we might as well just lead with Milf Manor updates, <laughs> and then get to message board stuff later, and just well, make this a, a Milf Manor a podcast Milf Manor episode uh, recap. Well, it was fun being on here with you guys. <laughs> so, Joy, I, we need you to watch it. No. Uh... <laughs> Listen, I told my wife, I told you guys, I told my wife it was homework that I was assigned by MBG that I had to watch it. So, yep, you got to and you're Walmart, never gonna turn back. No. Walmart was a TV show, <laughs> exactly. It's on every Sunday, Sunday, so the TLC, right? Sunday is yep. at like 10 o'clock, right after church. Just go slide right on <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'll just have nope. on my prayer list. Oh my god! <laughs> Look, watch the watch the NFL playoffs. This is a good palate cleanser after football. Just watch it. Go to bed. <laughs> the idea of Wake up man ref- being a palate cleanser is. Oh, <laughs> 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 wake up on a Monday morning refreshed. <laughs> well, on that note. That'll do it for this week's episode of the MBG Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. You can check out more content at messageboardgeniuses.com. And we'll see you next time, losers.